0: Welcome back to I Did This Instead of Killing Myself, everyone. Stand-up comedy podcast in Astoria, New York. It's uh, the week of November 20th, 2023. My name's David. Happy Thanksgiving week. American pastime. Happy Thanksgiving. What are you doing this week for Thanksgiving? Do anything cool? Stuffing your face? Gorging yourself? Hanging out with family? Watching football? Dude, I'm pumped for it. It's going to be great. I'm going home to Michigan to visit the fam. I hope you guys have some awesome Thanksgiving plans in the works. Treat yourself. Eat a bunch of crap. Have fun. Life's too short. Hug your loved ones. I don't know. I, I'm i just in a good mood right now, I think. Packers won four and six. What up, though? We get to play the Lions on Thanksgiving Day. The Lions are feeling a little cocky, but I think we're going to take them down. Yes. Yeah. Oh, dang it. My uh, notes went down yes anyway my notes are back I am very excited about this week's episode though we we have a uh great comic on today uh to start your Thanksgiving week my guest today Dan Wicks Dan's awesome he's uh he's a comedian based in Brooklyn he's been doing comedy eight years he performs regularly at the New York Comedy Club um was featured in the south by southwest comedy festival Skankfest 2023 and is the winner of the 2021 coney island comedy festival check out that uh, resume by the way no offense to our other guests but that is a strong ass resume um follow him on all his platforms at dan underscore wicks um link below and check out all of his roasts on youtube he's a killer roaster um just an an awesome guy and um really established in the new york comedy scene so it's it's, it was great to sit down with him um on this episode we talk about dan's starting comedy like i said he's been doing it eight years from long island um talk about his start what he what he got out of you know going through a stand-up comedy class uh, which people shit on but uh yeah he started with stand-up comedy class very uh that's that's not a bad way to start um dan's a software engineer by day um and uh when we talked about the you know his his comedy style we got into his uh, the technical aspects of joke writing which we don't get into a ton but uh dan's got some some really good nuggets in there um about what what he does to come up with really good mr x um when he sits down and uh and comes up with his material um uh, he shares some joke ideas as an example a good one of uh where he compares Tourette's to superpowers um and and shares kind of some, how he came up with that stuff, and then we get into Tourette's itself, which is something Dan has lived with his whole life. And and I ask some very silly, I'm sure, ignorant questions about Tourette's. I, I I basically I don't know a lot about that, but I basically know everything from uh, South Park. But uh, we talk about that, and uh, Dan gets candid with with that stuff. Um, we get into karaoke because uh, uh, we've bonded over uh, over karaoke, which is actually where I met Dan uh, at the aggressively chill comedy show it, that's run by uh by dean david um uh in uh in brooklyn so a uh, karaoke something special about that we had that in south carolina it's where, where you where you could bond with comics after a hang and uh yeah dan's a killer sneaky good karaoke singer tons of good stuff but uh really enjoyed sitting down with dan he's an awesome comic you should definitely follow he's uh he's he's performing constantly and uh doing a lot of good stuff in the in the new york scene here so um so yeah um that's it for uh dan's intro i'm not going to shout out the south carolina shows but again if you're in the carolinas please follow greenville sc comedy uh continue supporting all the local shows down there um and yeah uh that's it for the intro guys thanks again for listening uh thanks for supporting the show if you want to subscribe or haven't yet i i love you for that uh reviews shared it with friends whatever we appreciate it sticking around this long I, i'm thankful for uh for you guys 132 freaking episodes it's a long time so uh appreciate it um and yeah i hope you guys have a great week and i hope you enjoy my interview with dan here it is check Mike. Check. welcome we back mean. to the show dead wicks hey what's up <laughs> thanks for uh, thanks for coming dan thanks for having me yeah happy t- what is it wednesday yes headed to a show
1: oh yeah yeah a, yeah, yeah, I'm a very, very successful comedian. Is uh, most comedians who perform in parks in, when it's forty degrees? Oh wait, outside, it's uh, outside. Yes. that's right. I
0: forgot about that. <laughs> I was gonna ask you to remind me where the show is. So, yeah, we're we're pressed for time because, uh, yeah, we're yeah. yeah. yeah, a-
1: very, very much in a rush to get to this park. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so this, this show, where is this show? What is this show? It's at Astoria Park. Astoria um, Park.
1: Yeah, it's run by uh, two friends of mine, Jared Waters and Farzan Marathi, two Tampa comics. So they've lived here for various amounts of times. Farzan's probably about like two years. Um, okay. Jared's lived here for like six or seven. He's like, okay. he's real. He's popping off. I think he's going to be famous. Oh, f-
0: shit, yeah. What's the guy's name again? Jared That's Waters. Jared Waters. Shout out Jared Waters. <laughs> yeah. Very good, and uh, and you've were you checking it out? Checking out the, yeah, check, check out what? Oh, I thought you were looking around. At, oh, at no. all, <laughs> all the, like fucking rapper room yeah, stuff. I was
1: just looking at you. Yeah, but we got, I see. I see. We got. We got I, Seinfeld.
0: We got. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know, Dad. A lot of this stuff was was gifted uh, mm-hmm. to us. But uh, yeah, man, and uh, so yeah, you listed off those guys. So you're much more of a New York. Here you've been here eight years, right? From Long Island, all your time has been spent. Yeah,
1: yeah. The uh, yeah, but yeah, it started about eight years ago. I have always been a fan of comedy. Just decided one day um, to start take a class. I was feeling unfulfilled at work, so I figured I'd just go try comedy. And I did the class, which everyone makes fun of, but Dude, got me on stage. You, people give
0: you shit for the class.
1: People don't give me shit for the class, but people make fun of classes.
0: I yeah. I never took one. I kind of wish I took one. Nah, though.
1: you need to. I mean, the point of the class was to get on stage, and you did that. So yeah. So you need
0: the class. But I don't know. Well, I think I asked you this last night about joke writing and stuff. Not that we have to talk all about joke writing, but, like, I don't know. Sometimes I wish I had a little more structured training on stand-up, like, from the beginning of, like, this is a joke, set up, punch. Like, I, I wouldn't want just stand-up 101. You know, I read that stupid Judy Carter book. Yeah. Like, well, I think I read like 10 pages of it. And like <laughs> did one exercise. I was like, this is gay. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, you're already reading, so that's strike one.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I, I was going to ask you about how you look at joke writing because you're a software engineer, which probably means like you're technically minded with like your day job and yeah. stuff. Do you look at jokes the same way? I try
1: not to. I try to be like the opposite. I mean, when, when I'm doing roasts, it kind of a lot of it becomes technical. But for the most part, when I'm writing jokes, I try to just free write. I try to like write as much as I can just without forcing my brain to go somewhere because I feel like the best misdirections and stuff and the most like how where do, how do you think of that? Can come from if I don't even know how I got there. Right. If I can trick my own brain, if I can just like keep going. Yeah.
0: Should just write a bunch of shit. Yeah. And and.
1: And most of it's gonna be garbage, but so I don't have to say the garbage out loud.
0: Before you sit down to write, though, do you come with anything? Do you have like a bunch of premises sometimes, or seedlings of ideas in your brain? Sometimes of, like... I
1: will. Some if like sometimes if I have a funny thought during the day, I'll write that down. And like, or if I say something funny in conversation but uh, or I have like an idea that like I have this whole uh, one of the uh, first bits that I wrote that wasn't just a one-liner was like comparing Tourette's to superpowers yeah and I had the idea to do that and yeah. I started like uh and and after a bunch of free writing sessions I got like a few lines where I could like compare them and then yeah. I got to like uh, a place where I felt comfortable saying it
0: yeah yeah Tourette's and superpowers you did that bit last night um,
1: right. that, a, a that, line that, I, that line that I, that line I did is actually newer, but the, uh, the original version of it was, it was just like a rule of three. Then like another one that misdirect later okay. where I'm just comparing myself like, Oh, i Tourette's and like, I'm kind of like, Professor Xavier. Yeah. But like, if instead of reading people's minds, other people could read my mind. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah. So it's yeah, just like silly things like yeah, that. For like, sure.
0: For sure. Um, Yeah. So you mentioned uh the 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 Tourette's thing and uh living with Tourette's. How, how has that, you know, affect how has comedy affected that, you know, and uh um I feel like uh it, it honestly
1: it, uh it I feel I feel like it comes up more than it would if I didn't do comedy yeah. for the reason that we have when i'm just wearing a working a professional corporate job if i'm like shaking a beer or whatever they're not gonna say anything because you're around mature adults but For when sure. you're in comedy you're around some of the dumbest people on the planet you're in bars yeah. around <laughs> just degenerates and yeah. losers who can't function in society yeah. so in that situation you're more likely to get someone who just comes to up to you and says something am like hey man uh, i don't know if this is a weird question but are you autistic <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, I'm, well, that was a stupid question. I don't know. I'm asking, like, I just, uh, this is really bad, but my familiarity with Tourette's comes from fucking South Park. Ah, and Eric Cartman. They actually South did Park. a pretty
1: decent job of, uh, like, doing the, uh, showing what it looks like. Did they? Yeah. Well, there's the you one know, Not everyone's kid, verbal, but, yeah. the is,
0: um, Yeah. Because the, there's the one kid who actually has it, and then Cartman, who's just being an asshole and thinks it's an excuse to say bad words yeah. in front of the teacher. Yeah. So... Uh so yeah so you you've had it your your whole life Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Um and uh there's there's degrees to it, right? Because yeah. just meeting you, I wouldn't have known that that was a thing necessarily. Like nothing.
1: Yeah, it's more yeah, the, yeah there are degrees. Like with me it's more like um I'll be doing something and someone won't know why or as like someone like Benny Feldman, very funny comic, it's like very cuz he's got verb, verbal tics, it's like immediately
0: apparent that Okay. Yeah okay so that's the verbal so the verbal one is where it's you you would yeah. say things out loud that that are you know unusual mm-hmm. um versus the other is, is non it's just yeah just like shaking or like uh it used to be
1: worse when i was younger it used to be a lot more physical tics were much more intense i would do things like i would like jump up and down and flap my hands or i would like uh scratch my chest
0: <laughs> gotcha yeah
1: i used to i used gotcha. to do that in class and the, the, the silliest one was i uh I got like a head scratching tick Around the same time That everyone was getting lice mm-hmm. So I kept getting called in To oh, get like shit. checked for lice yeah. Probably happened like <laughs> Eight or nine times Oh god And literally like There was I, I just got so used to it And uh-huh. I think we finally Acknowledged that it was Just a thing that I was doing That, had, right. that there was clearly Nothing there Because they had checked So many times yeah, Then yeah. one time They called me in again And they're like I, 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 we, We've done this so many times I, I know there's not not Anything There's no no reason I would have it And then they just go like Your sister has nits <laughs> (laughs) Still none though.
0: Right. Right. Oh man. And uh yeah, dude. Well it's it's awesome to have you here. It was cool watching you at the show last night. And I I don't know. we had pretty good time on the karaoke. Uh yeah. yeah. Because I was gonna like I don't know, I was gonna list off your rap sheet. It was comedian. Roaster, which is a big thing, I was going to ask you about as well in a second. <laughs> karaoke uh, producer singer. <laughs> of shows and <laughs> <Ed> karaoke. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. you didn't really hesitate. Like, I don't know. When I go to karaoke, I don't like I usually kind of have to be talked into it or like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But you were right up there.
1: Yeah. Although it was kind of, I mean, also it was a De- Dean and Alexis were already doing it. True. So I was like, All right, but yeah. Dean and Alexis like attention. Yeah.
0: <laughs> 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 There's no, they're 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 fucking good karaoke singers, too. Yeah, but uh, as you signed up and uh, yeah, did a little Weezer, it was very good, but uh, but yeah, that's a good hang. I actually really, I really like that structure in general, too. Karaoke after a comedy show, yeah, it's good vibes. Hmm yeah that was how we bonded in our other scene in South Carolina it was like (laughs) exclusively
1: there is a karaoke history with um, comedy a bit I know a few comics who I I did somebody else's podcast he told me that he started comedy because he was just telling jokes he would just go to the karaoke mic and then just tell jokes instead of singing yeah I know another guy who he was uh, he's a guy named comedy Pete he's like he's like a local legend he's a he barks the pair, and he used to be comedy Pete yeah Okay. And His whole story fl- is at the pair. He bl- yeah. Okay. He used to do he, and he wears, a, he wears a Hawaiian shirt and basically there was a bar in Glendale in his mm-hmm. hometown where uh-huh. he used to do karaoke. There was a guy who was karaoke Bill. So uh-huh. he became karaoke Pete.
0: <laughs> he just ripped that guy's persona. Off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then he started yeah.
1: doing comedy. So instead of ca- karaoke Pete, because now instead of karaoke, he's doing comedy. He's yeah. comedy Pete. <laughs>
0: right. 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 Hell yeah, dude. Karaoke, comedy, Pete. Have you ever had a persona on stage? Nah. Anything different than just Dan Wiggs? No, You're just do this, dude. Yeah. I know. I've, I've only ever done like basically a version of myself. I don't <laughs> know. I'd like to do characters. Have mm-hmm. you ever thought about it? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I admire people that have the guts to do shit like that. What's the weirdest thing you've ever tried on stage? weirdest thing i've ever tried um i humped the
1: stool once oh, fuck, not just tight, once dude. i had a few uh, i had a bit <laughs> i was telling <laughs> for uh it wasn't a real bit it was so it wasn't worth it so that's why i stopped doing it and yeah maybe i could have gotten it like th- sometimes there are bits where it's like maybe you can get it somewhere but yeah it's also like do i really need a bit where i'm humping the stool yeah like i have a bit that also i also have a bit where i twerk but okay. it's like uh yeah down which, how badly ah. do i need a
0: bit where i twerk i I, I would love to see a a (laughs) damn twerking bit dude i had one where i like i god i think was like the second bit i ever tried but i was talking about instagram models and you know how well i don't do you follow instagram models um no (laughs) (laughs) i don't anymore Mm -hmm. because i got shamed out of it (laughs) i don't know there was like this thing where the girls always seem to pose with their butts out in a certain way yeah you know what i mean they're like they they like look back at you like that and i would act that out where i would literally bend over and like look back at the like <laughs> it was so like yeah but i was just like somebody told me to do it and i was like all right i'll do it and in hindsight i think it might have been the cringiest thing ever i have it on, <laughs> I have it on video i'm like fuck dude what was i doing
1: but well, if that was when you found out you had a great ass, <laughs>
0: <laughs> dude, I do have a big butt. Man. I do, it's like I don't know if it's good, but it's just big. It's big, it's, yeah. Do you have a big ass, dude? Um,
1: I not that I know, I think it's pretty regular. <laughs> pretty regular? Nobody's ever commented on it, <laughs> pretty regular ass. I yeah. think, yeah, <laughs> that's
0: good, yeah, yeah, man. Uh, it's uh, I yeah, I aspire to that, not giving a fuck on stage. Do you feel that? How? what Oh yeah, I like this question. What level of anxiety do you have when you go on stage?
1: Um, pretty close to zero. Close to zero. Yeah, I've been doing it. A so while. this park
0: show coming up,
1: you feel nothing. No, nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Good. Because even if it sucks, it's just like whatever. I'll just do the next spot and yeah. it'll not suck.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm. Mine's like I don't know. Five, four, maybe. Mm-hmm. I'm only three years in, so. But, uh, but yeah, dude, that's, uh, that, that's, I mean, you've also started in New York, which is kind of unique to a lot of people. Cause a lot of people come and relocate, like we're here just a couple months in. So, um, how do you think your comedy's different having started here and only performed here only starting in like the, the shit open mics and like the, you know, I'm definitely like definitely everything
1: like punchline every certain amount of words, certain amount of section seconds very much joke 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 yeah like from that that I think is a very new York type thing because people come here and their stuff's more longer and like looser because they're used to longer spots whereas here right, you were. Right. so like i'm i'm up I'm used to being up there for like three minutes, so I gotta like make yeah. them pay attention fast, yeah,
0: yeah, no that's that's a good yeah. Because that was actually, that was the hardest part about coming here. And I've I mentioned it before with new New York people. But, like, uh, South Carolina was awesome. But it was, like, supportive. It was so supportive. Mm-hmm. Like, too supportive almost. It was like, God, you know, you have your friends there. And you have real audience members. And you can get away with just being, f- you know, fun and likable on stage. Mm-hmm. But not having, you know... A lot of tight punch. You just kind of yeah, yeah. That guy's doing. So, he's showing his ass, bending over. Yeah, it's fucking funny. This guy's good. But uh, yeah, you can't fuck around up here, which I appreciate. I like it a lot. I like it. I like it better now. But uh, but yeah. So you grew up on Long Island. Um what's Long Island like? What's the vibe of Long Island? I'm a cultural idiot. I don't know what's the difference between here and It's
1: a suburb, but also it's like uh, it's there's there's a real aggression that's I don't think is common in other parts of the uh, the country and their suburbs mm-hmm. Cause, I mean while you while like I I haven't visited enough suburbs to really comment, but there is this crazy like entitlement of Long Island people. I think part of it comes from being in New York close to the city but not really in the city so there's like a resentment but there's also like they still feel like they're city people sort of in a way that doesn't necessarily yeah. make sense or they get if you go further out east then they get really resentful of anyone who's like closer to the, to the resentful people in the city uh, in or, the, or closer or close yeah, yeah. The... so like because like people who are on the south shore people hate people on the north shore people in suffolk hate people in nassau it's like as you get further out because as you get when you're like close to the city, there's like a certain hope that like you're because you're right there and you're yeah. like still part of everything. But once you get far enough, then the bitterness starts to really build and you just kind of is it of, jealousy at all. I think there's a good
0: amount of that. Yeah. Yeah. Like jealousy. Like we wish we could do the cool stuff. Yeah. Also like, what the fuck? You think you're better than me? Yeah. You're in the city. Yes. Is that how the vibe is? A hundred percent. Interesting okay do you and also
1: they get more just insane and racist and like all those things out
0: out the farther you get yes okay interesting so it's like you get more rural it's like going south kind of yeah okay. although yeah
1: although it's not farms but the same general idea just like okay get, yeah just interesting
0: trash. yeah do you like it out there no. No. Is, it, no? <laughs> <laughs> Is your, are your folks still out there?
1: Yeah, I mean they're. Uh, I mean it's good to visit, but just living there, it gets depressing. Like people who I know who didn't leave, they usually get uh They're usually not like having the best time. A lot yeah. of people who, well, but it's the same thing anywhere who pe with people who don't leave their hometown. But yeah. I think there it's, it might be, there might be something to the fact that it's kind of more of an expectation to leave or it's mm. like to move into the city from like where I grew up. So yeah. the people who don't are, are like extra like on drugs. Oh, wow.
0: Okay. And there may be extra, extra resentful mm. for the for the big city types. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, it is. The, I, I feel it is the same kind of, you know, everywhere. I mean, I'm from Michigan and, uh, that's, uh, that, uh, beer signed there i was on like the the west side of, of michigan which is a small um uh conservative uh very suburban area and i love it to visit um but i maybe a little different though in what in that in west michigan a lot of people do stay it's not that unusual you know a big move would be like going from holland michigan to grand rapids which is like a city of like a few hundred thousand but that's you know Nothing compared to, to mm. coming out here, but, uh, yeah, I, um, I, do you have siblings? Yeah. I got one younger sister. One she younger lives sister. in, uh, yeah,
1: she lives in Fideye with her boyfriend or fiance rather.
0: Okay. Okay. Gotcha. I, um, yeah, Fideye. I, uh, where, what part of the town do you live in? I live in Bushwick. Bushwick. Yeah, okay. Yeah.
1: Kind of like over where we were last night.
0: I gotcha. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I really like Astoria. I think it's a it's a good vibe here. Um, I we had no idea. We kind of do you do you like the the community of Astoria?
1: It's nice. Yeah, I like that. There's a lot of food here. It is a kind of interesting how you're like in the city, but not really.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's very nice. I feel safe here. <laughs> it was like Halloween was last week, and it was it was it was unbelievable. We had you know kids and dogs and costumes and just a, a, a great vibe as opposed to. Um, I talked to a comic who moved from uh, Astoria to Brooklyn, and he said he likes Brooklyn, but he doesn't feel like he can walk around as much outside. Mm. Is Bushwick uh, safe? Yeah, he's a... Uh, he, 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 your friend's a fucking bitch. He's a
1: bitch! Yeah, <laughs> 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 I mean, if, if yeah, maybe if it was a woman, be. I would hold my tongue. But no, no. Ollie, <laughs> you're a bitch, dude. Total bitch. <laughs> yeah. One time, this was when I was in college, <laughs> and I was uh, seeing, I was like hanging out with this girl who lived in, uh, in I think it was like Bed or something, mm-hmm. and it was still like. And I was from Long Island and the place, it, it hadn't even been, it hadn't been gentrified to where it was now because it was like 10 years ago, mm-hmm. but it was like, you know, actually it might've been Ridgewood or actually, I can't remember the area exactly, but my parents are like, where are you? Like, oh, is it okay? And like, and then I, I just look outside and I tell my parents like, it's 3am and I see a white, <laughs> white girl walking a dog. I'm fine.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's a test. You got the white girl though. Yeah. But yeah, it's fine. You're
1: if you're a guy and you're just walking around and you know where to be. You're not there. Nobody's gonna do anything to you. Yeah, you never yeah. got mugged. No, no, I've been I've lived uh, lived there for coming up on eight years. I've Holy walked shit. around a lot. You been in I, Bushwick eight years. Yeah.
0: Dang, that's awesome. Yeah. I
1: hear more stories of people bouncing around from place to place. Like, yeah. I got um, I got a cheap rent that's like barely gone up. Okay. Uh, it's re- I live in a dump I should leave. I really <laughs> huh? should. Do you got roommates?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I have two roommates. Okay. Yeah, 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 move up, dude. (laughs) Why don't you, you ever thought about going into Manhattan and living? Um,
1: nah, it seems like a pain in the ass. I'd have, like, no space. and Yeah? uh, Dude, I want to
0: live in Manhattan. I want to move there. Like, next year, I kind of want to. Hmm? I don't know. I figured, like, what's, is it a douchey place to live? Like, you would tell me the douchey places, right? Yeah. Upper East Side? Is that Murray
1: Hill's kind of douchey. Upper East Side, um... I've heard people have fun on the Upper East Side. I don't know that I'd go so far as to call it douchey.
0: Okay, great.
1: Um, the uh, Upper West Side. Upper West Side. Uh, that um, I think that's okay still. Although okay. I, yeah, I really, I honestly don't even think about living in Manhattan too much. If I did live in Manhattan, I'd probably try to live like uh, Lower East Side, Alphabet City.
0: Okay. Okay. Is that like by West Village and stuff?
1: Um more on the but on the east side, so like around like the old Delancey oh, or like east, the yeah. uh yeah or, or around yeah.
0: Okay. I'm still learning. Yeah, I'm uh yeah. Four months in. Yeah. I'm slow. But uh yeah, man. I uh so Alexis and I were uh uh well, how old are you if you don't I'm mind thirty. Me, you're thirty? Yeah. Okay. Shit yeah. Well, I'm a little older than you. But uh Alexis and I were talking about movies uh earlier. Because she's like 25 and we haven't, you know, she's like generationally way far apart. Um, so I, I wanted to ask, uh, we just saw There Will Be Blood. One, have you seen that movie? I
1: haven't seen it. I started you watching haven't? it once, but I, um, I can't watch a movie like that by myself.
0: I need like... <laughs> Yeah.
1: I have trouble watching most things by myself.
0: It is it is horrifying. That's okay if you haven't seen it, but I was yeah. going to ask you cuz we're going on like a movie kick lately. What is your favorite movie?
1: Favorite movie? Um I don't know about favorite, but I really like A Bronx Tale. Okay. Yeah, I really like any. I love coming of age movies, and there being a coming of age movie and a gangster movie is cool. I've not seen it. It's also like the only, one of the only gang movies, the gangster movies that leaves you with a bit of a feeling of hope at the end, which is kind of neat.
0: Interesting.
1: Yeah, okay. it's very funny it, it's, it follows um, one guy. Or yeah, like it's a, a kid. Uh, yeah, it basically follows a kid who um, his uh, he, he ends up. Uh, so basically, the movie starts with he's uh, with he witnesses a murder, mm-hmm. and he doesn't rat on the guy, and the guy he doesn't rat on really appreciates him, so he retakes him under his wing, kinda.
0: So he wasn't in a gang, but he saw the murder and didn't rat on him. Yeah. Oh wow! So he just knew the code.
1: Yeah. Well, okay. well, he just yeah he just knew you're not supposed to be a rat. Yeah. 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 And then like uh, but so he's try So the idea is he's supposed to get the education both from schools and from the streets. Cause okay. Because he's, he's like a good student mm-hmm. or good enough, and um. So they try to balance the uh, two things, and he, uh, and he learned, and yeah, it's just like a, it's it's cool. That there's like a playfulness that you don't usually see in gangster movies, like something yeah. like Goodfellas. Like sometimes I like it's it's a very entertaining movie, but sometimes I'm watching, him like, I can't believe my people do
0: this. <laughs> Your people, yeah, <laughs> meaning Italians, the Italians, yeah. yeah fuck. <laughs> 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 Funny how. Why bro? are we like this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I fucking love Goodfellas. Too, yeah. Bro. So, tale's even more playful than Goodfellas. Yeah, but like okay. B-
1: Goodfellas, it's playful, but it's also like horrifying because yeah, there's, like these like disgusting gruesome murder scenes. Right. But Broxton doesn't have that stuff. Okay, it's like there like there are still people dying, but it's mostly just like playful. And it's a little more low key. The focus uh, is not
0: on the death and yeah. the, cr- the criminal part of it. It's more on the yeah the dudes.
1: Yeah, and the moments of anxiety aren't as intense. Okay.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. I don't know if you ever have this where you like watch a movie at one point in time, and then you watch it at a later point in your life, and you get a totally different take on it. Mm. But I had that with Goodfellas, because I don't know. I I don't know if you this was an initial reaction for you, but the first time I saw Goodfellas when I was in college, I like thought these guys are badass. Yeah, this is an admirable lifestyle, yeah. and these like I maybe that'd be cool to be a gangster someday. And then I watched it like a few years ago, and I was like. Dude, these guys are fucking <laughs> children, you know? Yeah. These guys are... Oh, there's, you know, Joe Pesci's living with his mom and he's like, they're still not, you know. Yeah. Ray Liotta's cheating on his wife. <laughs> still strung out on coke with the... I don't know. Maybe I'm confusing blow with the other... But, no, you're uh, right. Yeah, it was coke. It was Yeah, it was coke and... and uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it just is like, these guys are children. Was yeah, the, was 100%. The, yeah, but uh, and psych and psychopaths. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. With uh, with Brog's tale, is there more of like a redeeming qualities of the characters themselves? Of like they're gangsters, but there's like yeah, there's actual redemption there. Or like.
1: Yeah, because there is like a bit of a even even the even the gangster guy, it's like in, it's hardening how much he genuinely seems to care about this kid. Yeah, and um, not in a way of like I'm going to make you a piece of shit like me. Okay. But, yeah. And, yeah. He's not like manipulating. Yeah, and him. the dad is like, uh, and and the dad's a great character too. The dad's Robert De Niro, and the oh, uh, okay. yeah the the the, uh, the other the gangster character it's uh, Chaz Palminteri. He okay. he wrote he wrote the thing. Okay. And it's actually got a cool story around it, which is the guy was Chaz was trying. To to sell the script to people and no one would pick up on it because he was very insistent he has to play the gangster guy and people oh, kept saying no mm-hmm. no until finally robert de niro was like whatever i'll play the bus driver i just gotta see this thing made yeah
0: yeah 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 And
1: he, I th- it might have been de niro's directorial debut but i could be wrong de niro about did that. direct it i think so i'm okay. pretty sure but i could be wrong about okay. that
0: hell yeah brock's tale that's a good rec mm-hmm. okay yeah i'll have to check that out that's that's the other thing You know Moving here You realize all of the, the Movies that are based in New York That you, you can watch With a new kind of appreciation yeah. Do you have any other Like favorite New York based movies That like Are um, must watches For recent transplants Like us um,
1: I don't know about like, Left Field Movie I enjoyed not, I'm not like As crazy about it But I think it's Like a good uh, I, I think Francis Ha Is worth watching Francis it's a Ha different, like, Fuck uh, I don't know this one at all It's a uh, it, It's a uh, That's it, fine It's a girl movie Is it? It's, um, okay It's uh, it, It's Gre- uh, Greta Gerwig stars The uh, Written by The uh, her husband, what's his name? I can't. His name escapes me right now. He also did like the squid and the whale, and like he works. Okay. He works with her a lot now. Noah Baumbach. Noah Baumbach. Okay. Yeah, and, and it's like about a, and it, and it's basically about. Can you say the title a, again uh, one more time. Francis Ha.
0: Francis Ha. Yeah. H A. Like. Yeah.
1: Francis Ha. Okay.
0: Yeah. It, uh, yeah. It
1: stars uh, Greta Gerwig being someone who's like coming, of, like coming of age, but okay. old, but at, but at like. I think about 30 I can't remember exactly And she's like Coming And she, she's someone Who's like Trying to be a dancer But it's mm-hmm. like re, She's starting to realize That it's not Really gonna work out okay. And that's the uh, That's kind of like The arc of the movie I gotcha And it, it is just like Kind of a Follows a person Who's living this Sort of like Artist life so Failed I think it, But she fails at it Yeah Failed dancer Yeah Fuck <laughs> That's real Yeah But it's kind of Yeah So it's I think that's a good movie For like Someone who moves here To watch <laughs>
0: So, in case he fails, yeah, you know, yeah. I would Shit. say one I
1: didn't really appreciate was I didn't really like crashing.
0: Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I've seen that one. Yeah, I just thought, yeah, I, do you it, think that's corny and corny? Like rails. It's yeah, like, it's like a false uh, representation of what it looks like to do, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I confess, I did see crashing and I did like it, mm-hmm. although I, I did watch it like. A few years ago, it was my first year doing mm. stand up. Where, yeah. dude, I don't know about you, but when I first started stand up, I was such a fucking like stand up fanboy of mm. like all of the you know documentaries about stand up. Yeah, just like being into. You I liked know. all
1: that stuff before I started comedy. Now it's like now it's fine, but I, I just don't like go on my. You way don't to appreci- watch it. You know? Yeah,
0: you don't appreciate it as much. I as... don't even watch
1: specials anymore. I was trying really? to be i uh, I'm trying to be better about it though. I want to watch uh, okay. something else. I've yeah. been talking about doing trying to just like set time every week and maybe and bring a friend over and just watch a special okay and then like yeah yeah because there are plenty of specials i do want to watch but yeah. i do have trouble watching things by myself there okay. were ones i did enjoy this year
0: i very much enjoyed
1: the shane gillis special yeah yeah i yeah. very much enjoyed the, the, most, the john the mulaney special one? yeah
0: okay i gotcha if you guys can hear that on the the sound it's it sounds like a tea kettle it's uh it's just our heat I'm still getting used to this, by the mm. way, yeah. Like, central heat in the New York buildings. Fucking, yeah. But, uh, yeah, okay.
1: Yeah, that's something else, depending on the building you're in, where you get used to being a billion degrees in this yeah. winter. Yeah,
0: Dude, yeah. I have a, a window unit air conditioner, and when this goes on, because you can't control this heat. Mm. They just pump the heat in whenever. I didn't realize yeah. that. But I turn on the AC to fight with it, to, <laughs> yeah. to try and cool it off. But... Uh yeah okay so you don't watch comedy but dude I kind of relate to that in terms of like uh, there's few comics that I'll go out of my way to watch you know
1: yeah like also one- part of it is just because I watch so much comedy every day yeah, yeah
0: it's too much it's too much
1: and most of the famous stuff is
0: bad like yeah a lot of the
1: dude <laughs> who's people. somebody famous that you hate um I do feel weird about shitting on someone publicly but <laughs> <laughs> okay. Matt Reif? Um, I have no opinion on Matt Rife. Good for him. It's not for me. I don't good, care. Good for him. To I, don't, I hope he fucks every... I, ho- I hope I he hope fucks... If you're listening to this, I hope he fucks your
0: girlfriend. I hope he dies. I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. No, good for Matt Reif. I'm, no, it's pure jealousy. It's pure jealousy with Matt Reif. Yeah. You know? I literally don't
1: care. I good usually for pick him. Yeah.
0: one of the people to hate on uh, in front of other people. Be, it's usually the one that gets the most women. So Pete Davidson <laughs> and Matt Reif right? are the two that I've yeah. said I hate.
1: The thing <laughs> is, like, also, the reason that Matt Reif also doesn't bother me the way that some other comics who I haven't named bother me is he's not going for the same audience. Yeah. So, like, what he's doing is adjacent to what I'm doing. It has nothing to do with what I'm doing. Right. Like, it's it's like, it would be like getting mad at the Food Network. Like, yeah. It has nothing to do with what I'm doing. Sure. Whereas there are people who are doing what's considered good comedy That's mm-hmm. or, or for comedy fans who consider themselves serious comedy fans and those and they suck and they're actively making comedy worse because they're turning people away from what's considered like good stand-up and joke telling
0: yeah okay and those you don't want to name yeah right
1: (laughs) (laughs) i'll name them once the mics are off (laughs) (laughs) believe me i have names (laughs) um and i don't know what time do you have to go actually you, um. Well, it's not that far to get to Astoria Park, right? Right. I don't even yeah. have my phone. My phone is yeah, recording. Yeah, it's like seven fifteen. Yeah, we got time. We're good. Yeah. As long as I get there by like some t- around probably eight ish or probably. Fine. Okay. Yeah.
0: Okay. We can go. We can go a few more minutes then. Um. Yeah. What uh, made you start comedy? What What made me start? Yeah. It? Oh God, that's a story. People have listened to this, have heard it before, but I'll. Yeah. Um. I uh. I have a corporate job, and I was kind of on this corporate track for like ten years until I was about thirty-one, and then um, I, I just kind of wasn't happy at my job. Maybe kind of like what it sounds like you were. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I don't know. I was telling Dean this last night. My 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 crutch, my crutch of my whole life is being a like a people pleaser. Mm-hmm. So like all I ever want to do is like, dude, just tell me what to do to make me cool in the eyes of others, <laughs> and I'll fucking do it. <laughs> yeah. I live my whole life like that. So, uh, you know, COVID happened, and that was the pause that I kind of needed to, like, uh, have a window to, like, kind of revisit what I liked, what I actually like to do. Yeah. What do you like to do? I couldn't even answer that. It's funny, though, that you're
1: saying this is how you're supposed to not be a people pleaser, when you chose something about trying to please an entire room
0: of people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> You're right You just shut this off <laughs> Fuck this I hate myself Dude I don't know man I don't know It's Yeah dude I don't know how you feel with it. I get like Weird about Like I feel like When stand up does work For me It's when I'm like Just saying fuck it And really honest Yeah But you're right dude It's a people pleasing <laughs> world it's Just yeah Do you like me That's what I feel like I go on say. Do you like yeah. me Yeah Oh God! Do you have any of that? Do you have the people pleaser gene?
1: Oh uh, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, you do.
0: Yeah. How do you kill it?
1: Um. <laughs> Alexa's <is> laughing. Nah. <laughs> I think though, maybe more than that, I have a. I feel like I'm non-confrontational. I think that might be most of it. But also, I do get into I, I get into a lot of uh, petty disagreements and like yeah, conver- yeah. I'm literally going you got through beefs with people. Yeah, I, I literally had you got I, last week. I <laughs> Had a beef that was exploding because I was defending another guy who I currently have beef with. <laughs>
0: Dude, your beef's complicated. Yeah <laughs>
1: Like he's a piece of shit, but that has nothing to do with this. <laughs> you're being a piece of shit that has nothing to do with that. You're you're hating him in bad faith. You don't even know how to hate him. Right.
0: <laughs> yes. If you're gonna hate him, hate him like I do. Yeah. For reasons. Not the ones you gave. Those are bullshit. You can hate him.
1: You're pretending to care about all the shit that I actually care about because you hate that you guys like the same girl.
0: Right. Oh, it's over a girl. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Okay. Dan, how's your love life?
1: <laughs> um, Not not great, but <laughs> thankfully, I, I'd i like to think better than these two dudes. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure, dude, for sure.
0: Well, I know you mentioned in your act you, you had a, you know ex-girlfriend that you bring up and, uh, you know, dating in New York. That's a whole thing. I've asked the comics that come yeah. on that I've met about the, the dating shit. Yeah,
1: I don't do it enough, mostly just because I'm always doing comedy between right. work and comedy and producing right. my shows. It's just like yeah. I have no time. Yeah, yeah.
0: What kind of girl would you want?
1: Um, someone who uh, listens and mm-hmm. you know, someone who, uh, uh, someone who's fun to be around. I really need to find that mix of um, makes me engaged and entertained and not just drives me crazy, which is yeah. um, there. Uh, you date I, a comedian? I did date a comedian. Oh, uh, yeah. I um, there, there have been a yeah there have been some things with other also quote unquote comedians but the one that I really was a relationship was a comedian mm. and um other I do kind of feel like it fucked me up in sense of uh you get something from dating a comedian that or like a creative person that's hard to get from people who are not creative. <sighs> yeah and then like i would go on i i, I went on uh I, I went on some dates with this girl who just like fell in love with me immediately mm-hmm. and she just didn't trigger whatever i had with Interesting. the other girls if yeah. you had to
0: try to put words to it because like i kind of i know what you mean what you get out of dating a creative person versus not like just, what do you think it is? It, Well, just
1: just being engaged it gives you someone to keep up with it makes you want to be the best version of yourself yeah
0: And isn't it like a shared understanding of what you're engaged in? Yeah. You get it. Yeah. Because they get it. And uh, yeah, that is interesting. I've never dated a comedian before, Mm -hmm. but uh, the last person I dated, who was in New York actually just for a brief time, but she was a musician. And uh, I had never dated a creative person before. And I totally relate to that because I was like, holy shit, (laughs) she gets, she's working on music, not comedy, but it was, it was a nice balance too.
1: Yeah. And then uh, a musician might be ideal, honestly, because then fuck, I would get man. the good things and I wouldn't get the, uh, have to deal with the baggage of <laughs> about being in my scene, Relationship ending. <laughs> but there are other musicians. It's not <laughs> like, but that, that's, that's the beauty though. You did the right thing because it could end. <laughs> and now you don't have to see her on flyers and stuff. I guess. You don't have to go to the comedy club that you've been trying to put in time at, and she's there and then oh, it makes yeah, things yeah. weird. Yeah. Yeah. So you can just get another musician.
0: I, I can just get one.
1: Yeah, you do. Just go to the Guitar Center. One dude, musician I, girlfriend, please. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I've had that where it's like
0: the most selfish, like thought ever of like, well, because I fucked around being single, not trying to get in a relationship for years, mm. and now all of a sudden I'm ready to be in a relationship. I want one. I'm just expecting. Yeah, somebody's just gonna show up. Because <laughs> I'm ready What the fuck universe Why aren't you sending me This perfect like, Dude you had so many op- It was so many nice girls You were an asshole too <laughs> But You know It is what it is Yeah
1: And that's also kind of What makes it Makes it work though Because you Were an asshole They wanted you <laughs> yeah. Now I'm a bitch simp. <laughs>
0: fuck You know Yeah the irony, it's fucking bullshit, Dan. Do you <laughs> want to get married? Um, I think I would get
1: married if I met the right person. Is how I feel. I'm not like dying to get married, but like But is that a someone desire of yours
0: that like if you for the right person to exist. Well,
1: I guess if it was, I'd be trying harder. But the yeah. um, if I would, if, if I uh, I would get if, if I met someone who I wanted to marry, I would get married to them. If I, yeah. t- but I'm not gonna. Be like, oh, fuck, I got to go find a wife.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, fuck, I got to find a wife. Alexis is laughing from the other room. God damn it. (laughs) 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 Yeah. No, I just had a birthday. This is all very fresh. (laughs) Sorry. I think it's about me, dude. I don't mean to be. But uh, no, it's, uh, yeah. It's exciting, though. It's very good. I mean, for you living so close to here, did you always, did you view, how do you view New York City? Did you view it romantically? Honestly,
1: no. And this is going to be insane. But the, uh, our New York City relationship is a little weirder than, um, other, uh, than other kids my age maybe or like a few years up because every, in my di- school district in third grade, every year that we would go on all these, Every every class would go on all these New York City field trips, like the Bronx Zoo, mm-hmm. like Rockefeller Center, and just like it was, it was like your chance to learn the city. When I was in third grade,
0: mm-hmm. it
1: was two thousand one.
0: Huh. Whoa. Oh. Okay. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so they canceled Sorry. all of those field trips, <laughs> so and we, uh, we, my, uh, my family in particular was extra shook because my, my, he, he to be clear, he got out, but my uh-huh. dad was in the towers.
0: Oh fuck. Yeah. The morning of.
1: Um. Yeah. Dude. He was in Tower Two.
0: Holy shit! Yeah, he
1: was on the phone with his uh, with his best friend, the best man at his wedding, who was in Tower One when the plane went through.
0: So yeah, Tower One was the one that got hit first. Yeah. Okay. What floor was your dad on?
1: Um, I gotta find that out. But okay. actually, that, that, that everyone asked me that question, I don't know. But it was high. Mm-hmm. It was yeah, it was a high floor, and um, he um. Yeah, he, he, uh, he, he, he's, he, so they they actually told them not to leave, which that sounds insane, mm-hmm. but when you think about it, it makes sense because there was all this debris and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And they want them out there, like inhaling it. But my dad was like, fuck this, we got to get out of here. And it ended up being obviously the right choice. He was actually talking to the guy, the guy at the wait, desk. Wait, who,
0: they told everybody not to leave? The yeah, because it was because Tower
1: it was, 2. Right. Because they didn't know there was another plane
0: coming. Oh, of course, yeah. Yeah, and there's yeah, yeah. like debris and shit. So like they, they changed the message, do, I would well, assume after the second tower. Yes. Goes, they're probably going to get out. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm so, okay. But he <laughs> uh, he
1: he did, but he left like even though yeah. they were telling them no. Okay. And that's yeah. why he survived. That's why he survived. Yeah. Wow. He
0: would, yeah. Wow. And uh, what does your dad do? What was he working? He was
1: at? a uh, he was a uh, a broker. Okay. Yeah, he was a mortgage broker, and mortgage now broker. um he uh and then he uh quit that job because he had trouble going back and then he uh he became a now he teaches math in uh on Long Island.
0: Very cool. Very cool. That sounds great. Um Yeah, wow. For him to have been in the tower nine eleven. Did he talk about what it Yeah he what it uh, sounded like. I mean being in the building next to it and yeah. like just what everything was like that day.
1: Yeah, he uh he used to give tours at uh for a he used to volunteer for a um a a museum, not the museum, but there was another museum they Mm -hmm. called the Tribute Museum. It wasn't located in, uh, Mm -hmm. in Fidei. He's, he is, he might end up working that, that one closed down basically after COVID. They, Mm -hmm. uh, they, they just couldn't like get up and going again. Like Mm -hmm. they lost their money. Mm -hmm. And, uh, he, he, he tried volunteering for the, the main one, depending Mm -hmm. on how much work it is. That'll determine whether he does it or not. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, the uh but yeah, he's talked yeah, he's 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 talked about it a lot.
0: Like doing tours and stuff for yeah. the for the main uh 911 um museum. museum. Yeah. 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 Uh we got to do that. I kind of want to do it again. I I did it once like a few years ago mm. and I uh, remember how powerful it was. But uh yeah, dude. It's very surreal. Mm. Very surreal. Um I uh you old enough to remember it?
1: Um yeah, I remember uh so I, uh, when it happened, I was, uh, my, my mom saw it on TV and she like rushed me and my sister out the door so we wouldn't see. And, uh, she was hoping that we'd get through the whole day without finding out, which was you very optimistic. By the time it happened? Yeah. Okay. We were on our way, mm-hmm. um, like getting ready and then we're there. And of course it's all anyone's talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Although the the kids were talking about, it. the teachers didn't talk about it. They didn't let us out, which in retrospect is insane. Yeah, yeah, like everybody, like everybody else I talked to, is like in New York. Or like, a lot, like most people got out. let out, yeah, yeah, but we didn't get let out, which is crazy in retrospect. Yeah. But my, uh, so you know, I'm sitting in school thinking that like maybe my dad isn't alive right now, yeah. And but what's great, cra- you're old
0: enough to know what building it was that got hit and that your dad works well, there. It put yeah, it yeah, yeah.
1: But then, um, yeah, the, but but my dad was able to work, work it out. He actually ended up picking me up from school that day. Holy shit! Yeah.
0: Wow. Okay, so yeah, yeah, he did a lot
1: of the walking, like, yeah. 'cause you know everything, like mm-hmm. yeah,
0: yeah, he was able to get out quickly, gosh, that's crazy, yeah, I was in Green Bay, Wisconsin when it uh it happened, and uh, they didn't send us home, obviously, but they did not keep the information from us. I remember that was interesting. they had you know every single t v or every single class they wheeled the t v in and we watched the news all day from start to 230 and send yeah. us home And uh everybody in our town was freaked out, but uh I, I really we realized in hindsight it was kind of silly to be free. I don't think Green Bay, Wisconsin would be the target of, you know, Yeah global terrorism. And <laughs> but uh yeah, yeah, surreal, man. I was in 7th grade. So I definitely definitely remember it. But uh anyway, we can talk about some other cheerier topics. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um how are we doing on time now? We're at 45 minutes. Um mm. do you want to check your phone cuz I don't have
1: Um let's see. It is 7:26. Okay. We probably need to wrap, huh? Uh, yeah, I guess we can. Uh,
0: yeah. We we got to think of some good closing questions. Mm. Alexis, did you have a question for Dan? Oh, I have so many. Okay. think I of phone? You yeah. Okay, Alexis. Just come in here and ask something. Okay, I was going to ask you about your best and worst sexual experiences. <laughs> speaking of, speaking of speaking sex, of sex.
1: <laughs> I actually have a funny one for worst. Okay. I don't know if this is like a traditional worst, but it is interesting. There was this girl I had sex with one time, mm-hmm. and, and immediately it after <laughs> I, <laughs> oh, it, oh, you think it's it's never only once. <laughs>
0: Well, once when she was awake.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was just so good when she was asleep. She was like, all right, I got to experience it this time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to go too far. Anyway. Okay. Good but yeah, so we have sex. And then immediately after, she starts talking about um, puberty blockers and like Joe Rogan type trans <laughs> stuff. <laughs> like, what? She was
0: going to thought she was going to transition after no yeah no, she, no. Uh, she was anti- no, She was anti, okay yeah, that yeah. was worth grabbing the real mic back
1: <laughs> I, have,
0: I have a good question was your dad watching from the tower when you were fucking this girl okay <laughs> yeah, anyway yeah. i just thought you should have made a joke instead of being like oh that's a good story anyway <laughs> that's my contribution <laughs> Thanks. To the podcast. That, i thought you had <laughs> a real question <laughs> no. okay fine no <laughs> i just wanted to be in it i just you know all right i need attention all right all right bye (laughs) that was worth it dumb bitch oh my god you see what i have to put up with you see what i have to put up with this is brutal see we don't always have to be making jokes all the time you know it's a lot of pressure to riff every fucking five seconds all right whatever whatever um well okay the last question uh what 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 should we what should we close on dan um i I always ask like comics I've been doing a long time advice comedy advice or like something like that or maybe like advice you got so you got any, got any pearls any good wisdom i'd
1: say do just i mean number one is to just get up as much as possible that's yeah. like the, the definitely the best way to get better faster mm-hmm. the um also um Honestly, I think that doing the roast getting starting it early did help inform how I write jokes because it did make me force me to like figure out how to communicate an idea very quickly with like serious stakes. yeah because if you don't want to bomb me a roast it is, is a very bad yeah. feeling.
0: yeah, wait so how do you write roast jokes?
1: um i just like think about the person i write down every fact i have every every fact everything that about how Mm -hmm. they look like what they look like and like Mm -hmm. ways to be mean about them and then just try to weave everything
0: right and uh how do you incorporate that into your normal joke writing then um i I like i think i know what you're saying because i do like roast writing roast jokes yeah like all of a sudden i feel like the the writer's block i have when i write my normal material goes away with roast jokes because if i know the fucking person then i know exactly yeah what is going to get them and then i'm just like okay i just need to get to that yeah and just and it's just the mechanism mm-hmm. and it's it's not as
1: yeah and just just the practice of writing jokes that like get a that like you, you know where exactly the setup punchline and just doing it over and over again that just mm-hmm. like leads and to structurally it yeah. helps inform the other material that you're yeah writing. okay i also found twitter to be useful in that sense when i was doing it over the uh, over the pandemic just right because i was like sending off probably like eight to ten tweets a day yeah and i had enough followers where i could get a read on what's funny or not and then when i would like I'd go actually go out i could like take those yeah. and see what i could make work on so stage so you just
0: t- throw out a prem they might not even be done but yeah. like if you gotta like this idea then you'd be like okay shit yeah yeah i've been starting to do that a little mm-hmm. bit although i barely have any any followers but i'll just tweet to the void
1: yeah something that helps if you really are purely using it as a writing tool is if you just like look at who liked other people's stuff then you follow them some of them will follow you back okay. just don't follow the ones you don't, know, and in that way you just have people who are seeing your stuff and that way you can get that read
0: okay okay good shit man great advice all right well this has been fun Dan, yeah, thanks for your cover, dude. Well, Do you coming. have anything you want to wanna shout out? I'm going to link all your stuff, but if you thanks, would, wouldn't mind saying it out loud yeah, so I I'd can say have
1: it. Follow me at Dan underscore Wix on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, come out to my shows every Saturday. Uh, Pop Collar Comedy, 9 p.m. House Party Cafe. Every other Wednesday, uh, Roasted Grove 34. At, Roasted at Grove 34. That's in Astoria, right around the corner from where we're recording this. Um, that's, that's at 8 p.m., and uh yeah i would love to see you guys come out thank you
0: awesome all right thanks for coming dude thanks for listening everybody we'll see you next time ain't got no more bows runs once
1: ain't got no ain't got no once that ain't got no more runs once done